1: Ah, Sure is. Crunch Time brought to you by Red Rooster and Isuzu, the powerful 3-litre turbo diesel Isuzu D-Max. No matter the adventure, the Isuzu D-Max is born to live. We've got Dean Witters here as our special guest in the studio. Uh, welcome to you again, Dino. Okay, go on. Have the, have the conversation that you were just having with me around. We're just about to watch this knock-on effect cup start here for the Penrith side. And what did you say? If they... If they they start winning... uh,
2: If they win the grand final, uh, I think in the next 10 years, they're just going to dominate the competition. The the juniors they've got coming through out there, the area and how much they love rugby league and the continual growth of that. Their their, their imprint into Western New South Wales is going to get bigger and stronger and they're just producing rugby league talent everywhere out there in Western New South Wales. So I really fear for the rest of the competition once the, the Panthers... You know, It's been coming for a long time. It's like we've woken up the the roaring giant, and the Panthers, if they win this year, it'll take a long time to to knock them off the perch. You
1: think about some of those bush boys that they've had too, like, you know, Isaac Yeo and Matty Burton from Dubbo, then Liam Martins from Tamora, and Billy Burns was there from Parks, and they've just spread their tentacles out there, and um, keep recruiting. They've done it with great deal of success. Uh, this is the crunch. The big news in rugby league. Red Roosters crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants. We speak to Michelle Bishop from Channel Seven with all the latest news. She's on the line. G'day, Michelle.
0: Good afternoon. Red Rooster's starting to sound mighty fine. I've been up since 3am, so not a bad uh, not a bad option for lunch. But look, um, just on that situation with the Penrith Panthers, let's not forget the brains behind that was, of course, Gil Gould. I was working with him out at Penrith. I was in the media and communications department. But he started that way back in 2011, 2012, and look at it today. Obviously, he's moved on. But um, we are, we're, we're reaping the benefits of the program he introduced way back then, and I think it's fantastic. And other clubs really should, you know, sort of take a note.
1: I think it's uh, uh, very relevant what you say. I'd love to know, Michelle, and you may, What Gus is now out of the system, but looking back at what he helped create and, and the success that it's having, how he actually feels about that now.
0: Oh, look, he's just, he's proud. He's quietly proud. Um, You know, he's not one to talk himself up at all. He just, he loves, look, if you really got to know Phil Gould, he just loves um, helping kids, loves, uh, you know, the ones that are out there doing a little bit tough. He, He likes to have a bit of an input. He's obviously got a, an eye for talent, which uh, we can see because the, the names that you were just rattling off then were all the young kids. I think it was uh, the story I think I've told before, and Essie I think it was Maddie Burton, um, one of the uh, the uh, guys out there at Penrith said, look, I want you to come and see this kid. He finally got him out there, and it was the worst uh, performance Maddie Burton had ever had. He knocked on, he kicked out on the full, and he drove home thinking, oh, you're all mad, you've gone crazy. Um, and then he obviously got to watch a few videos, and we've all seen, you know, the product now of Maddie Burton. So fantastic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, It's going to be a bit of a circus out there at Lidcombe Oval today. What are you anticipating? This is a knock-on effect match between the Western Suburbs Magpies and the St George Illawarra Dragons, but of course, Jack DeBellon playing in this. And as a result of that, a lot of news is drawn to him.
0: Well, let's not forget, we all need to social distance. Ah. <laughs> the NRL's um, taking care of that for Jack bell and have obviously um, given him some security, which is obviously some security guards. He's going to need that. But I don't think we'll see uh, this many people at a, a knock-on effect match. But um, look, you know, it's, it's going to be... Well, are we... He's been training, obviously. It's no secret. He's been training on his own. He's kept his body right, but mentally, two, two uh, over two years away from the game, it's certainly going to be um, one hell of a spectacle. And look, we're all uh, sort of, you know, we can't, we get excited about the whole theatre and the drama of rugby league. And given the way uh, the Dragons played last night, we all are really keen to see if he will be back next week. But. Uh, Coach Anthony Griffin sort of poured a bit of water on that last night and kind of, you know, was sort of thinking, well, I'm not sure. But um, yeah. surely, surely that's where they go. They're down on troops, the Dragons. And I mean, their, their situation at the moment, um, they've only won what, one of their last seven games or so. They are really struggling. Uh, full credit to the Tigers, though, last night. They were... I, I'd, I'd actually put it out there to say that was probably the best combination, the best team we've seen this year so far with the Tigers. Dane Worry, I don't know whether it was Indigenous round, but that kid is something else. And the story behind him as well. He was, you know, a bit of a bargain buy, um, a, a late sort of shuffle from Penrith, uh, who was going to, you know, spend the whole year in reserve grade.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, the Tigers picked him up at a bargain price and, look, bang for their buck. I tell you now, what an inspiration that kid is. He had his family there last night, which I guess would have been you know, a bit of an added bonus and more motivation for him. Um, he was remarkable. Uh, and look, we, we all know the Tigers, they're recruiting for next year as well, which excited, is exciting. We've got Jackson Hastings coming along. And now we hear Oliver Gildart, who's a, a gun left centre. He's uh, the best there is in the Super League at the moment. So uh, the Tigers are, are certainly looking ahead for their future.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? You, you said it exactly right there. They're very deliberate about who they're recruiting, aren't they? They're not recruiting a player from England. They're recruiting a left centre from England to fill the spot for them as well. Hey, there's been some changes, some moves today that has been announced, been hinted at. Jake Clifford to Newcastle, Tommy Dearden to North Queensland. How many other dominoes do you anticipate falling over the next couple of weeks, Michelle?
0: Look, I'm a little bit confused about why all the fuss today. We kind of knew all this was happening, yeah. especially with, Blake Kim- Blake, uh, sorry, with Jake Clifford. We, um, Seven News broke that on Tuesday night. Um, but yeah, well, he, he will be at training on Monday. That's guaranteed. And I can also tell you that Tommy Deedon will be arriving at the Cowboys tomorrow and showing up for training um, on Monday as well. So mm-hmm. it's, um, it's very interesting to see how it's all unfolding.
1: Big games this afternoon: Panthers and the Bulldogs. You'll hear that on 1170 SEN. Rabbitohs, Eels, Roosters, Raiders, um, and of course that's up there on the Central Coast. Um, the Origin news that is out and about, and the implications that these games can have on Origin selection. Um, I'd imagine it's a little bit of a nervous Brad, Freddie, Fittler that's watching these games, Michelle.
0: A definite nervous, uh, crucial 24 hours for him. But just back on the Roosters-Raiders match on the Central Coast, I'm not sure if it's out and about yet. We I can tell you that Sam Walker is out and um, the likely hards will be Joey Manu and, of course, Lockie Lamb. And I'll be, you know front ringside, if you want, for that match to see my wonderful little nephew run around, Adam Kieran, (laughs) coming off the bench again for the Roosters. But just going back to origin, as I say, crucial 24 hours for Freddie. Um, He's set to announce the Blues team, obviously, tomorrow night. They'll all go into camp uh, at Coogee. Now, the Payne-Half situation um, with that knee injury, he remains in contention. We're not sure um, how that'll work out. But, of course, reading Campbell-Gillard, his obvious replacement. But, as you say, he'll be watching the Panthers' Bulldogs uh, with a close eye. There's eight Panthers featuring in his uh, list of candidates. So, And the crackdown, won't that be interesting? Because yeah. which way, how will players play? Will they play safe? Will they put it all out there? Because, you know, they've obviously got all impressed. But Steve Crichton, uh, Matty Burton, Brian Tullo, uh, Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary. And, of course, you've got your outside, well, obviously, um, Isaiah Yo, but you've got your outsiders, maybe Api Carasau, Liam Martin uh, for that bench role. Um, interesting, isn't it, that we're seeing Blake Ferguson's name be mentioned again, um, perhaps for that right wing spot. I mean, he's unwanted at Parramatta, but he's just playing the house down this year, really matured.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's a there's a whole heap of left wingers that are playing really well for New South Wales, but not so many on the right. Um, Fergie has been having a good season. I've seen the charge sheet come out. I don't know whether you've seen it. Rhys Walsh has been charged with a grade one striking, 200 base points, so... Um, That is a couple of games for him. Would he have been out of place, potentially, and he can fight this charge and and may well uh, be selected, but would he have been out of place in in a Queensland 18 jersey just to get him into the system,
0: Michelle? Oh, would have It would have been something Freddie would have done, but, uh, but let me tell you, I was the one in the corner rocking when I found out that he was a Queenslander. Yeah. What an absolute gun. Obviously, we've been watching him for a couple of weeks now, and last night, again, just absolutely tearing up. He is unbelievable, that kid. Um, but, yeah, I, I, can't, I, would, I'd, I would have um, definitely given him, at least put him, I, I love that's what Freddie does well. He puts him in the system. Last year he, he put, um, uh, you know, Jerome Lewy, Stephen Crichton in and around the system to know, yeah. you know, what's expected and to eat and sleep and breathe what, what origin is. So it's definitely something I would have been thinking uh, of doing had I been in charge of Queensland. Yeah. But, gee, yeah, I wish he was in a blues outfit.
1: <laughs> well, he's born in Sydney. He's got indigenous, Complex. indigenous and uh, Maori uh, background, and of course he's played all his junior footy up there in Queensland. So, unfortunately, yeah, he's a he's a Queenslander. Michelle, Michelle, great to have you on. Thank you for your time today. Of course, can I
0: just make oh, one yes? quick mention? Um, this is an off the field thing. The, the uh, school to work program with the NRL. Um, obviously, I've had a bit of a personal experience with it this time. My son's just completed that week, um, Lachlan. Now, for any mother out there that isn't even involved in the game, for you to pick your son up um, after a week away and for him to tell me he's never in his life considered university, I just think I'm I'm the happiest mother on earth earth today. He's he's obviously got the ability to do it, but it was never an option. But the things that the kids were exposed to, it was 64 kids from New South Wales all came to Sydney for the week. As I say, some of them had never been inside a university, but to see the facilities and just the, the life skills and to open up their mind, to broaden their thinking, of what's available to them, what a program, full credit to the NRL, full credit to the Indigenous guys that are running it. Tamana Tahu has, has been exceptional, um, some of the conversations I've had with my son. And these are the things that we don't hear about a lot. Seven years will be running a story on this tonight because I was incredibly passionate about it. Yeah, um, I just think it's really important. And, and it basically, the word is that if we don't get the things right on the field, like the crackdown, the game is in jeopardy. And what then is at risk is these sort of programs.
2: Yeah, if, uh, Michelle, I, I was part of delivering a workshop, I suppose, to those young kids in the School to Work program and a fantastic program. We have over 90, 90% of those kids complete their HSC, Indigenous Kids finish in high school, and our, our average across the, the country is, is well below that, around yeah. 50 to 60%. So for for that program to have the success that it's having, uh, I saw some of the kids and what they did during the week. It's a fantastic program, the the Youth Summit. And, um, you know, this, this is the, the opportunity that Rugby League has off the field to make a difference, and a lot of clubs are doing mm. that. Even with kids that they might not play Rugby League, they don't have to, but our game can still do a lot for the community out there.
0: And midweek, Latrell Mitchell's, Cody Walker's taking um, their own time to go down and visit and talk to these kids. Current NRL players as well, I just think it's terrific.
1: Yeah, I think Joey Williams put something out on social media that uh, Latrell and Cody and Johnny Sutton went and uh, checked in on his under-14 team that he's coaching out there at Dubbo uh, last Saturday before the game against the Panthers. Yeah, 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 fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, Great work, Michelle. Thank you for that. Uh, The most unbiased uh, commentator, reporter in rugby league, (laughs) unless it comes to the number 14 for the Sydney Roosters and then the gloves are off. (laughs) <laughs> Man
0: of the match
1: tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, uh, that's a that's Have fantastic. A good hour though, guys. You too, Michelle. There she is, Michelle Bishop. She's a good one. Uh, we know that she's from Channel Seven, quite obviously. Uh, this is crunch time. Thanks to Izuzu, we've got to get to an ad break. Before we do, though, uh, hey Jimmy and Dean Dino. I remember seeing you, Captain, the Roosters' SG ball-winning team at North Sydney Oval in nineteen ninety-seven. As for Great Indigenous players, Preston Campbell for me. That's from Brian, who was in that
2: at that Roosters SG ball side, mate. Oh, I made some big names. Uh, Anthony Minicello was, uh, was a gun in that yeah. team, and uh, one of the wingers we had. Uh, Andrew Lomu played first grade. Yes. Uh, Ronald Prince came out of that team to play first grade. We had the Piggy Riddell off the bench. Was he? Yeah. Funny the pig, and uh, <laughs> yeah, so we had, we, there was a pretty good young team that we had there at the uh, Shannon Haggerty and some of them guys. Oh came yeah, okay. It, so. Plenty of talent in that team, and uh, it was a great, great moment just up the road here at North Sydney Oval. Uh, fantastic. grand final in our first year.
1: Uh, good on you, Brian. Yes, so keep coming in with your favourite Indigenous players, Round 12, Indigenous round in the National Rugby League. right we'll take a break now. Uh, remember, this is crunch time. It's all thanks to Isuzu, the three-leader Isuzu D-Max and Red Rooster. Spicy Wings, the Rooster's Calling. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with more.